Well, hello, and this is the fourth podcast. Uh, yeah, and as regular as always, um, a big break in between this time due to health. Um, but this one is jam packed. There has been so much going on. Uh, despite the hiatus on my blog for a while, there. Wow, the, the amount of things that have happened, especially in the last eight weeks, have been unreal. Um, interviews, um, like previews of stuff has just been completely unreal. And the, the couple of things I've done with the teacups have been really cool as well. So let's get on with the show. This podcast is dedicated to Christopher Nolan. Uncle Spud Speed. He passed away in June um, and he was basically one of the influencing factors to me having a massive passion in film. And he took me to see my first film, which was Clash of the Titans. I will miss him. Later, Spud. Right, well, first up, we have uh, a, a bit of a teacup and me uh, situation. Uh, I had... Um, we, uh, we, we watched a movie, what was it, a couple of nights back? Uh, uh, was that the yeah. weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, we... Oh, it was on Sunday. Oh, I can't believe we watched this. Um, we, we watched the Banana Splits movie. Um, this is... Uh, Teacup two, say hello. Hi. Uh, also known as the king. Not a uh, king. <laughs> yeah, the king. King. The king. <laughs> oh, bow to the king. <laughs> um, anyway, right. So we uh, we watched the Banana Splits movie, which was released by Warner, um, and is unrated on YouTube. Unrated. Unrated means it has no rating. So anyway, um, I have put a, a personal review of it on my blog, so if you want to go and check that out, that's fine. But um, what do you think about it? Um, I, I thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah. it's, I thought it was cool in the fact that it's a bad horror movie. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I mean, obviously, without doing any, any spoilers or anything, um, is there, you know, any good or bad points, um, anything that kind of jumps out to you at all? Uh, the ta-da part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah, the, the magic, ta-da. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was quite funny that bit. Um, I, I'm I'm sorry, guys. Can't exactly explain what was going on there, but there's this, just you know this. You know what I'm talking about when you watch it. If if you watch the movie, there's just this one bit. It's like you you see this bit and you go, oh my god, and then you start and it just it it just makes it go from to moment. Um, the first time I watched it before I I watched it with with King here. Um. I was crying with laughter. 
and I'm like, oh my god, just seriously, why? Didn't you say uh, one? Yeah, yeah, and he was he was sliding down the wall laughing, and um, it's not his kind of movie either. And um, you watch it, and you were just like, oh my god, as well. Um, So, I mean. The, the thing that bugs me, I mean, because, like, obviously we're, we're different generations, me being <laughs> o- over 20 years older than you, for starters, <laughs> is that um, this is part of my childhood that's been bastardised because, you know, the, you know, these are characters from the 1960s. Mm. You know, these wholesome characters, tra-la-la-la-la-la, tra-la-la, I'll shut up now, um, that basically, you know, all these wholesome, like, ha, 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 this is brilliant, this is great, that have suddenly been turned into psychos. Well, it's just, it's, they're just robots that don't want their show to end. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> Shh. Stop it. <laughs> Spoilers. Oops. Ooh. Right, anyway, just, you didn't hear that, just, um, just skip that bit, skip that bit, skip that bit. You didn't anyway. hear nothing. Right. Um, I mean, it does have um, uh, con- uh, correlations with a certain games franchise. Yeah. Um, oh, I think the fact that it's supposed it's the characters are from a kids show is what is what made me like it. Uh, that's what kind of bugs me though. Yeah. Is that I mean, oh, if. Tons of times with different things as well. Well, yeah, there is that, and I, I do understand that to a certain extent. But what what bugs me more than anything else is that yeah, you can do that, mm-hmm. but don't do it with a real property. Mm. You've done it with a real kids show. Oh. <laughs> it's a real kids show. Oh, then wasn't the whole thing based in the this year the whole where everything happens is based in this yes year. that's strange that's a weird thing the show is from from 1967 banana spits was released in 1967 mm-hmm. and they they're out from 1967 to 1969 mm-hmm. and then they were suddenly in in this movie they were suddenly brought back to life mm-hmm. like like this well last year this year um, with animatronic characters, mm. which is kind of cool when you think about it to a certain yeah. extent. Well, I I still think how I made up my idea would have made a little bit more sense. because oh. there's the with uh, Sammy, hmm. he's got this whole thing going from where he can become a murderer, and he just goes dresses up in the costumes and go out murdering people like, if, like like me, like me. Um, for anyone who's slightly confused here, by the way, um, King here has an idea for a game, a graphic novel, uh, and an animated series, Yeah. which I think is pretty cool. And they're all based off of, uh, they're all based off of Naf, but got my own characters right. and if you're not sure what that is because there are some people who have lived under a rock for a few years that's five nights at freddy's yeah <laughs> right. um but uh, you know obviously me like 
um, living with this lovely person here. I have seen some of the sketches and designs, and it's amazing. So you know, I've, but I've got like several drawings of the dog from uh, the banana splits. Oh, um, Flegel. Yeah, I don't know why I keep drawing that one because I like the elephant. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Snorky. Yeah, I, I I used to like Snorky when I was little. It's strange, when I was watching it, and, and every time it would it would show Snorky, it was like, it reminded me of those elephant costumes from that one um that one music video from the like, cosplay or something. Is that any? Oh yes. They, I... they dressed up as elephants, and one of them had like polka dots in his ears and glasses. It's like, why does it look like that? <laughs> it is. It's weird, isn't it, how that kind of thing goes? The woofers are woofing. Oh, yeah, dogs, honestly. Just rude. Oh, yeah, they just want their five minutes of fame as well. That's what it is. They know that they just want to get on the podcast, and it's just rude. It's because that you know, like they're they're named after Marvel characters and and horror characters. That's what it is. Oscar's just named Oscar because I, because I, um, he was supposed to be named Oswald after Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, but instead, for some reason. I got me. I got Oswald and Oscar mixed up. And then there's Sebastian, you know. Yeah. And and Georgie. Uh, Hello, Georgie. <laughs> what a balloon. Yeah, Oscar's full name is Oscar Bow. I'm getting off track. <laughs> yeah, just 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 a little bit. But um, it. You know, it's an hour and a half movie. Um, there is a. A mid-credits thing mm. as well. At, um, at the end, I only heard one part, which was strange. It was like, at the end of the song, and then silence. But you have to really listen for it. Yeah. Um, not saying what it says, because, again, spoilers, obviously. Not saying what it says, mm. just know that there is something at the end. Yeah, that you've got at, to really listen for it. At It's whispered. There's a, uh, I guess you could technically say there's three things at the end. When the movie actually ends and then at the end of the credits. Yeah. Um, that it, it is left wide open for a potential sequel, which I thought was quite frustrating as well, because just please no. Please, yeah. please no. Well, there is, there is a chance that they would probably do it with that with that one character, that that serial killer. <laughs> mm. I mean, you know, um, I, I don't, I, I hope they don't make a sequel, yeah. personally. If they do, I want them to put an axe in there somewhere, because they didn't like the first one. <gasps> you're, you're miffed about the cover, aren't you? I know! Where's right. the axe? The, right, the only thing I will give away here, and it's not really a spoiler or anything, is the front cover of the, the DVD and Blu-ray shows one of the characters holding an axe. Yeah. No axe is used in the entire movie. Yeah. There you go. Spoiler alert, no axe. <laughs> right, anyway, the Banana Splits movie, if you buy it on Blu-ray or DVD, is rated 18. However... If you buy it on video on demand or you download it, it's unrated. Figure that one out if you will. How is, how is it an 18 though? 
I don't know. It, it doesn't deserve the 18 rating. It's... It's got like... It's, it's, it's like a, the gore level in it is just under Attack on Titan because that's just gore everywhere. But the thing is that, I mean, so it's... People are getting eaten over there. People are getting eaten over there. Oh, look. Oh, look, I'm impaled. But it's the equivalent... just generates theme. It's the equivalent of um, live-action cartoon violence. Um, where... Isn't it supposed to be a comedy horror? Well, yes, but it's more comedy yeah. than horror. That's it's the problem. It's more, like, wholesome. Huh? Every part with the kids is wholesome. Oh. It just... Ow! Please don't let the children get hurt. It's just wholesomeness. Well, like yeah. With, with the elephant and the kids, it's just wholesome. Everywhere. Yeah. And then you got people screaming and dying in the background. Well, yeah, because Psycho's going to Psycho. Right, mm. anyway, time to wrap this part up anyway. Mm. So, um, thank you for watching it with me. And, yeah. um, I actually well, watched it as well. But he was playing, boy. Yeah, oh yeah. He, was, he was watching it as well, but he was playing on whatever game he was playing on. I, I think he was playing uh, um, Saints Row the Third, mm. you know, because, well, games. But yeah, he, he, he. No, it was a bat. No, <laughs> no, let's let's not. Right, and then he just went ta-da, as well, because he thought that was funny. Right. <laughs> well, anyway, like I said, you know, um, thank you for appearing on on the podcast. Anyway, and yeah. um, maybe we'll we'll get you on here again sometime. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Had some great posts. To, to put up on the blog recently uh, there's been some really interesting interviews come up which have been absolutely amazing uh, there was a couple of directors I've been able to talk to uh, as well as a uh, managing director of someone who puts together a, a box set of a special edition and a couple of the interviews linked together really quite nicely which was Lisa Downs, who directed uh, a documentary called Life After Flash, and she's doing a, a series of documentaries called Life After. Um, Life After Flash is about um, the behind the scenes of, of the absolutely amazing movie Flash Gordon, and focuses on the lead actor Sam, Sam J. Jones like Flash Gordon himself and the the way he he stood up to Dino De Laurentiis and the many issues he suffered after that and how he went into freefall and you know how you know he he kind of went into well he just kind of vanished from the screens and he, he was barely seen. I mean, I don't remember seeing him until the being the bounty hunter in, I think it was Stargate SG-1. Uh, and I think he's in, an, he's in an upcoming movie this year, I think. I think it's this year, anyway. Um, but, you know, you, you see... Um, how Sam J. Jones has built himself up, which is absolutely brilliant. And the next movie that Lisa Downs is doing is 
um, sorry, documentary is Life After the Navigator, which, as you can probably guess by the title, is about Flight of the Navigator, which is one of my my favourites, as well as um, my my wife, Awesome Cupcake. And she really, really likes that that film, and it's it's just brilliant with its compliance, <laughs> um, um, and it, it's just it's just brilliant. And um, so, and that that obviously focuses on um, Joey Kramer and how things went for him. And so we we had a bit of a, a chat about her her career, how, you know, how it was with Life After Flash, how how things are going with her working on Life After the Navigator now, because she's currently working on that at the moment, and with potential projects uh, in the future. Um, I, um, she, she says about that there's two, two in the pipeline at the moment, uh, and She's hoping to have more done, but that's all under wraps. So, you know, fingers crossed. I'm you know, really excited for that. I mean, if there's like more stuff from the 80s that she can like, you know, look at like, in, you know, to see see about that would be really, really cool. Uh, I, I would personally love to see um, stuff like that, more, more documentaries, because it would be like lovely accompaniments to go with like most of those films. It'd be just, just absolutely brilliant. It really would. And then I, to go with that, I, I got hold of, uh, the flight of the navigator box set that was released last week. Um, there was a, a Blu-ray flight of the navigator special edition that was remastered and it is Oh, please excuse the pun, but it is out of this world. The quality is just phenomenal. It truly, truly is. I mean, I, I have the 2012 release, which I think is the last release that they did. Um, the uh, Second Sight films, uh, because they, they do the releases here in the UK. And I played both copies for a comparison to see which one would be better and oh I, I tell you what I was not disappointed I mean I played I, I can watch this movie again and again and again and you know watch the movie and I watched the 2012 version and I noticed that there was a grammatical error in the subtitles and the name of Bruiser was misspelled. And I'm like, hmm, okay. I don't know why I've never noticed that before because I usually watch it with subtitles on. So that's a bit weird now. But, but you know, so that was fine. It, it could be that I usually watch Flight of the Navigator in my, in my VR headset. I'm not sure. Um, but, Anyway, so then I put the put the new version in, and the the visuals were just crystal clear. It was absolutely beautiful, and the sound was so crisp. For example, at the very beginning of the movie, when the frisbee is being thrown and the dog actually jumps up to catch it, you could hear the clack of the teeth hitting the frisbee. 
like really sharp and precise it was just wow and it's nothing like that on the on the 2012 edition at all i mean th this is how how clear the audio you know it's it's had a serious you know a serious overhaul a real like spit and polish and it's just brilliant the the subtitles have been altered as well bruises spelt properly the grammatical errors have been taken out so that's always really good as well the um director's commentary is the same from the 2012 edition but that doesn't really matter that's all, all good stuff um but the really cool thing was that I was actually able to interview the managing director of Second Sight to to see you know uh, what was the you know the, the thinking about the all all the stuff to go behind it so. You know, uh, why did they want to use this film? Why, you know, why did it deserve the special edition treatment? Um, and Chris Holden, who is, you know, the, the the man who put it all together, he was saying that, you know, it's always been a favourite. It's one of their best sellers. And um, when they actually put it together, the um, uh, Randall Randall um, Kleiser actually said that it was pristine and he thinks it looks as good or even better as when it came out in the theatre which is you know really impressive the the box well the the special edition itself um it, it comes with uh, a poster uh, and a, a book in a in a hard case and the alternate artwork is absolutely stunning as well and it's <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, is done by a gentleman called Rich Davis. And it it's amazing. I mean, I love the original artwork. And um, I'm, I'm looking at, like, the reversible sleeve on the Blu-ray, and I'm like, oh, my God, what do I use? Do I use the original artwork? Do I use the new artwork? And then I'm thinking, well, hang on, I've got the original disc. Does it really matter? I'll just use... I'll have the classic artwork on that one and the new artwork on the other one it doesn't really matter it's all good so i had all that and it was absolutely great so i had like basically for, for that week i had like a you know well that couple of weeks like talking to to chris and to to lisa um i had this like real geek out about like um eight, 80s like uh movies and flight of the navigator in, in particular which was really get great um the life after the navigator should hopefully be out uh, early next year which i'm really really looking forward to because well I, I love seeing about behind the scenes of movies it's it's always fascinating to find out the stories about about what happened what was going on um and also how how people are doing now you know um if something went wrong were they able to like redeem themselves um with life after flash for example you see that sam j jones he's done pretty well for himself and it's good that he did you know so um 
Anyway, um, Life After Flash, it's a certificate of 15 and you can buy copies at their website, which is lifeafterflash.com. It's available on DVD, it's available on Blu-ray, and it's available on video on demand from Vimeo, and I think you can get it on Amazon as Amazon uh, Prime, but don't quote me on that one. I'm not entirely certain. I've been trying to find out, but I couldn't get the details. Um, I've just said about Life After the Navigator. That's still that's still being sorted out. And Flight of the Navigator Special Edition, you can buy from Second Sight directly at secondsight.co.uk, or you can just go into your music music stores um, or entertainment stores and buy it there. Um, I think it's a UK only release, but I'm sure if any of my international listeners are listening to me, I'm sure you can get it imported. Um, it's And if you're a, a Navigator fan, it's well worth getting hold of. You know, I'm looking at these interviews and stuff, and I'm looking back at everything I've done, trying to recap what I've done since April. And I'm finding it absolutely amazing. I've been doing this blog for 10 years. And... It's it's incredible, really. Uh, I mean, I've only I think just realised ten years. I mean, the first the first movie I actually re- did a review on was the The Hangover. Um, wow, that's that's amazing, right? And I got to see that for free. Well, I got to see quite a few movies for free. Um, the the joy of previews, I guess. Um, uh, wow, I mean, ten years. Will there be another ten years? I guess we'll have to find out. Mind you, the way the quest is going, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, the quest has passed 25 movies. We're on the 26th movie now. Um, since the last time that the um, podcast has gone, we've what? Well, I've watched Pet Cemetery 2. Uh, what else was there? The. Oh no, Ice Cream Man. Not the Ice Cream Man, but Ice Cream Man. And the Banana Splits movie, um, which uh, you heard me and King discussing earlier. Um, I don't know why I do this to myself. I really don't. Um, uh, it's crazy. I guess it's a, a bit of a challenge. Um, or I'm challenged. I suppose it's one or the other. Um, but the, the the three movies were interesting in their own, their own way. I mean... Um, Pet Cemetery Two was was um, it was interesting in the way that um, it just seemed like to go nowhere in particular um, compared to like the the movie itself. Um, although it seems to be marginally better than the remake. Um, which was definitely uh, quest worthy as as well. That was um, awful, really. To be fair, it just would seem very predict- predictable and plotty. Um, the 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 movie Ice Cream Man um, that that was quite entertaining. Uh, I remember talking with Awesome Cupcake and some of the cheekups um, to 
to um, to one of the local stores, and I was saying that if I can ever find a horror movie about an ice cream man, then I would review it. And a week later, I'm talking to some people in a Facebook group, and lo and behold, ice cream man. And I'm like, no, this has got to be a joke. And so found some details, and lo and behold, the movie Ice Cream Man does exist. And yes, I can confirm it does exist. It's weird as hell. And um, it was supposed to actually have a, a sequel as well, which... Um, they got in a hissy fit about and um, basically said, oh, no, we're, we're not going to do it because we didn't get the funding instantly. Um, and so that was that, really. Um, in some ways a pity, but but they wanted um, too much too quickly, really. And then, oh, my God, the Banana Splits movie. Really, I mean, just... It basically feels like a Five Nights at Freddy's movie with a a uh, a, a delicious banana splits coating, um, which is not surprising when you consider that Warner Brothers actually had the rights for Five Nights at Freddy's, and then they were then given to Bloomhouse. And in that time, I guess they decided, well, we'll do it with, with the ideas we've got. We'll use them with a property we've already got, I guess. And so they used the, um, the banana splits. Which, there's another childhood great completely destroyed, which was um, a bit naff, really. But, yeah, I suppose there's a big surprise there. Um, one of the next movies for the, the Quest, though, is, at the time, one of the most expensive films ever made, Waterworld. Uh, I was able to pick up a copy with the Ulysses cut on it, which uh, I, w I wasn't aware. It was originally a fan edit, and that was then taken on, and then they used, like, cuts from everywhere and like bunched it all together and made a, a huge like super duper cut so um i'm placing my life in my own hands and watching waterworld the the huge mega cut that's about three i think it's about three hours long um i'm not sure i'm ready for this but it still can't be as bad as birdemic so you know, it's it's going to be an interesting watch. And I wouldn't have picked this up if it hadn't been for some cupcakes. So thank you for that, sweetie. We're walking in HMV. I'm going through through the the various Blu-rays. And she went, oh, yeah, you need that one for the quest. So I'm like, hmm, yeah, I do actually. And so we picked that one up. Um, and there's Skyline kicking about somewhere as well. Uh, I used to have it, I then got rid of it, and now I've got it again. I now need to get beyond the skyline to do a double bill of doom, because, oh my god. So, that's what's going on with the blog. Um, while doing some research um, for the podcast and various stuff, 
um, found out a couple of interesting tidbits um, that I thought I'd share on here. Mentioned one of them, well, in fact, both of them on the, the blog. The, the first one was to do with um, it, chapter two. Uh, you'd think that now that chapters one and two are over, that Pennywise is going to be no more. Um, if you've read the books, book, sorry, um, if you've seen the, the TV miniseries and you've seen the movies, then you'll obviously know that that's it. it that's it, no pun intended. And, you know, every, everything's over and done with. But... It would appear that Bill Skarsgård is actually interested in trying to make a third chapter. But this this wouldn't really work, surely, being like the story's over and done with and that, you know, they're no more. <sighs> but Skarsgård says no. There is a possibility that he donned the clown suit and there could be a third chapter if they go to a time before the Losers Club. Uh, and perhaps telling the backstory of Pennywise. Now, as much as this is interesting, sometimes you can have too much of a good thing. Now, Bill, dude, you know, it, you played Pennywise so well. You really did. And, you know, I've, you know, I've saw the first chapter loads of times at the cinema. I've got it on Blu-ray. I've watched it loads of times on there. I've watched it on my VR headset so I can get like the, the, you know, the, the, the home cinema experience. I really cannot wait to get uh, chapter two on Blu-ray, especially if the rumors are correct about there being a director's cut with even more footage. Um, and I would love to potentially see all of this mashed together into one big movie because that would be amazing. But please, you can't do more. You you will ruin this. And you could, oh, you could make yourself look like a complete ass. Don't do this, please, please no. No, just just don't. Just no. No, stop it. Oh, really, honestly, I don't know. Um, the other news is that um, Paramount are apparently working on a remake of the John Woo classic face-off. You know, the one where we learned that apparently it's a good thing to trade places with people by actually surgically removing their faces and putting them on. And, and that a movie can never have too many birds flying around in your face. John Woo, we love you. However, as much as, you know, this is a lovely movie. It really is. The, the science in it was all wrong. There is no way you could actually have someone's face on and it would be exactly the same. The, the, the facial structures and everything else, it just doesn't work. But you have to suspend relief and um, belief. Otherwise, it just, you know, it's a great movie. Nicolas Cage, John Travolta, completely batshit crazy people in this. And when they swap over, they're even bloody worse. But it's brilliant. I, I love this movie. It's great. If they remake this, they're going to ruin it. Like they've ruined so many other films. You know, I mean, 
you know, it's a classic for its time. It's still classic. It's still brilliant. It's one of those films that, you know, it's got that kind of action. It has that humour in there. And, you know, you just leave it well alone. Stop, you know, stop trying to bloody remake stuff every five minutes. It's completely insane. Stop doing this. I mean, just why? You know, I mean, you know, I can see the likelihood of like, the following things happening. It's going to either be A, that it's going to be a word-for-word -word remake with two people that are completely unsuited for it. You know, and I could probably see it being two women, which that I'm not being sexist. That's that wouldn't wouldn't be wrong, apart from that it's like this movie shouldn't be shouldn't be remade. Um, they'll either make it into a comedy that it's a man and a woman, which that'd be interesting, um, or they'll make it into a horror where it's like complete body switches, which that would, that would be interesting. Actually, I'd probably pay to see that, but just stop remaking crap for God's sake. Just stop it. And the final thing I, I, I've learned, so I mean, uh, I, didn't, I didn't actually know this. Um, the, the Beatles were apparently going to be in a Stanley Kubrick project that was Lord of the Rings in the mid-60s. Um, this was actually quite close to happening, and it got to the point that the Beatles actually bought the rights to do it, but then that's as far as it got. Um, could you imagine the Beatles playing Lord, like characters in the Lord of the Rings? I mean, I mean, come on, uh, I, I can get back to me. Let, let me know what you think on this one. Um, who, who do you think would play what character? Um, uh, give me, give me a character list. Uh, you know, a cast for like the the Beatles, Lord of the Rings, and and the soundtrack because that that'd be quite interesting. I'd love to hear what people people think on that one you know be be good fun you know um it'd be good to have people like interact let let you know so to let me know like the the thoughts on this kind of thing um so yeah and and that's the the weird stuff that i'm and interesting stuff i found out for the the um recent movie news um next part there's a few um interesting blu-rays that are coming out that look really good uh, next month and the month after uh, Second Sight Films um, their website secondsight.co.uk are doing a special edition of the movie Upgrade which will be in a hard case and will have the you know a remastered version of the movie on Blu-ray and will have a, a book in, in the hard case as well that that looks like it's going to be really good that comes out in November um, if all goes to plan I will have a review of, of that one on my blog because I am looking quite looking forward to that so I got to see uh, upgrade when it was out in the States uh, so I got to see it before it came out over here in the UK um, because you know the joys of having friends over in America uh, I, I get to see some movies just before they're out over here, or like earlier, or whatever. You know, I, so I, I can sometimes kind of review movies just in time, but it doesn't always quite work out. But this one I did, um, so it'd be nice to like kind of like do a comparison with the the version that I've got, because I've got an American uh, digital download, and to see what what the um, what the version's like, so that'd be fun. Um, 
and with Arrow, uh, I've got a few of Arrow's releases and they are really, really good. Um, my current favourites that I own of theirs have to be, well, Waterworld down there, the, the, the disc of doom in the corner. Um, the Thing, Last House on the Left, The Stuff, Society, um, and Battle Royale. Battle Royale is a pretty good set, I really do like that. Um, they are releasing Robocop um, in either a special edition or a steelbook, um, which will have a director's cut a theatrical cut and a tv edition and then there's a load of like pieces cut and paste cut and pasted around for tv edits as well so this is going to be a really interesting one to look at um for for me more so because i was trying to do a post about the many many versions of robocop um earlier this year and it kind of like fell through um there are a lot of robocop movies and um I kind of got a bit disillusioned with the franchise, but I love the first movie. I really, really do. The Steelbook looks absolutely gorgeous. It really does. And I'm kind of partial to Steelbooks, but the special edition kind of appeals to me more. It's in a hard, it's in like a hard slip case. It has a collector's booklet with it. Uh, I think it's a poster and some other bits and mods as well. So that's the one I'm probably going to go for. Again, that's in out in November. I think it's November twenty fifth. Um, I will be I'll be grabbing that one and I should be reviewing that one as well. However, early on that and just in time for Halloween and um, my. My good buddy um, Horrorbeard will be really happy about this, as well as um, uh, my my good good friend um, Matt. Um, Nightbreed. Nightbreed is coming out as a special edition uh, on I think it's the twenty third of October, and this is like you know one of the, the greatest uh, Clive Barker movies. It's it's just amazing. Now. As much as I say this, I'm actually my brain is a complete blank on this movie. I know it's good, but I don't remember seeing it, which is a bit bizarre, I guess. Um, I've seen so many movies over the years. I mean, um, I've if you check my blog, um, I should have on on the social media page where you can find me um, all the things that you can see me at, and there's a, a link called Letterboxd. And it shows all the movies that I've watched, and there's a fair few that I've I've watched over the years, and you know it's it. I'm I've watched this film, I'm sure of it, but I just don't remember a thing about it. It's it's you know it's pretty like pretty pretty out there for me. Um, that well, wait, actually no, it's not. I I tend to forget a lot of things, but um, I you know like I said I'm. I know it's a good film, you know, um, but I just don't remember a thing about it, which is frustrating. So I've got to get this on Blu-ray when it comes out next month. Um, I will definitely be reviewing that one, um, and I'm really, really looking forward to that one. So that's going to be that's going to be awesome to pick up. Um, they're the only ones I'm really interested in looking into at the moment. I mean, the the other ones I've I've picked up so far. Uh, recently have been Flight of the Navigator, which I've I've just mentioned. Um, 
uh, Avengers Endgame because everyone needs Avengers Endgame, so they've got all the stuff and um, Captain Marvel. So I have like my Marvel collection all up to date. Um, I've picked up a, a bunch of uh, Arrow Blu-rays because well, Arrow they're they're just brilliant. They're well worth picking up. Uh, as are the second sight special editions. Uh, I'm going one of the ones I'm looking into getting from second sight will potentially be extra um which i've not seen anywhere and then i looked on their website uh, which is again secondsite.co.uk um and they have extra special edition on there and it has more than one ending and i just i need to get hold of this at some stage so i'm really excited about that so um as soon as i get that i'll i'll be reviewing that on there as well because that's an absolute classic and i haven't seen that for years and I'm, that's something i'm really excited about as well so that's the blu-rays that i'm after uh, how do you fancy uh shaping the podcast Right. I mean, no, you can't literally pick it up and mould it with your hands <clears throat> or use, you know, like laser vision or something. I mean, although that would be pretty cool, of course. But what about actually asking me questions or give me some feedback? Right. Um, after this podcast has been done and uploaded and everything else, what I shall be doing is I'll be putting links onto my social media and onto my blog on how you can message me to um to on anchor so i can actually like you know get your feedback i can answer your questions i can like then use that you know in in my podcasts and you know we could basically have a laugh and a joke we can like you know talk about movies together maybe you know have like a i don't know maybe a, a quiz or something i don't you know let let's let's have your thoughts you know um maybe something about the about the blog you know any anything you know you have have a chat with the zenless one you know bring you know talk to me here i mean if you know it's it's simple you know, I I have a blast doing this kind of stuff, but I want to know what stuff you find interesting. You know, I'm I'm having a blast doing this stuff, reviewing stuff, finding out information about various movies, getting the chance to interview people, which has been quite recent and has been really really good fun. And oh, by the way, there is another interview coming up soon. Um, which I'm, I'm quite pleased about, and I was quite surprised I got hold of that. And it's just great. I, I love doing this for, for you guys to look at. I mean, it, help, it helps me, and you guys seem to like it, which, that's great. I, I, you know, I love that. But I need to know what you guys want as well, what other stuff you'd like, or if there's something you'd like me to change, you know, as well. You know, so you know some feedback some give and take let me know what you think you know so like i say i'll i'll, I'll drop some some links in, into the social media i'll you know i'll i'll drop them on the on the blog as well and you know have a chat you know and hope hopefully i'll speak to you soon right and well after all that i think that is the end of the podcast for for this time round uh, 
I would usually be saying about now. Hopefully the next one will be in about a month. But we know what happens when I say that. So next one will be in about a month. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll try and make it as regular as possible. But you know what happens. Real life, health, um, hyper-intelligent shades of the colour blue, everything else. Things get in the way. It's bloody annoying. But... I will try and get a podcast through uh, a bit more regularly this time, especially with more things coming up. I mean, where I've had bigger things happen on my blog, I'm going to try my damnedest to get things a bit more regular now. Um, And hopefully it'll be be a bit more worth it, you know. Uh, But only only time will tell. Um, I hope you've enjoyed listening to my scary voice and... um, listening to to King and um, until next time you you take care keep watching and um, take it easy stay awesome <laughs>